Hey everyone and welcome to the Design of Everything. I'm your host Kyle Berseth and this is a special bonus episode with illustrator and screen printer Dave Clock. We discussed his greatest creative failure and what he learned from it and his greatest creative success. So here it is. So what would you say has been your biggest creative failure? And what have you learned from it? Or how would you bounce back from it? I think those posters I was talking about, which are right here. The big, thick... These. These right here. What are they? What are I'm we... not going to say what they are. These are the <laughs> 11 by 19 posters? No, these are the ones I was talking about. The big, I bit off more than I could chew. And it got overwhelming. And the product is... I'll show you once this is over. So, sorry, sorry, what do you mean you bit off more than you could chew? It was a big client. Mm-hmm. They took a chance with me and asked me to do something. I was kind of uncomfortable drawing, and I went as far as I could, and then they asked me to do a little more, and that part is very unrealized. There was a deadline. It had to get printed, and it got printed, and it looks bad. Oh, you're you're unhappy with it. Was the client unhappy with it as well? The enthusiasm was evident uh, that it had waned. Mm-hmm. They were professional and kind through the whole thing. I haven't heard from them since. I know the printing was expensive. It's the it's not on my website, which is kind of like the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And it was eighty hours of work straight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I, I really wanted to do a good job, and I didn't. And so what did you learn from it? <sighs> that was when I was like, I need to be realistic. When people ask me, to, like, can you do this? I need to be like, no. Realistic with content, deadlines, all of the above. Expectations kind of evolved as the project grew. Like the drawing looked great. And then they asked me to do some digital stuff that I didn't know how to do and I asked someone who knew how to do it and they showed me a little bit but I didn't grasp it and it just kind of looked like junk yeah just to be aware of my abilities Mm -hmm. being aware of your abilities and not I guess this is uh contrary to literally how I live my life but don't go beyond what you say you can do (laughs) It's a it's a balancing act because you should definitely go beyond what you say you should do. Right. But you learned. I learned. I learned the hard way. These things haunt the hell out of me. So it's, let's say you get a big client. Is there a way that you can keep expectations low and then their mind is blown once right. they get the... These guys were so big that they only work with like the best. Uh so to get that email i was like i'm gonna say yes yeah of course but i was like you know maybe by the end of this weird two-week window where i'm working on it i'll be able to do more than i think i can and then it was just like nope no you can't Mm -hmm. you did your best and it wasn't enough well what would you say is your biggest creative success i'd say probably following through with meltdown when you lied about about being yeah, able to do, but following through, like I, the show went from just something me and my friends knew about to sold out for five years straight, 
got its own Comedy Central show for series for three years. Jonah now hosts Mystery Science Theater. Kumail just hosted at Saturday Night Live. Wow. The Big Sick was the biggest indie movie of the year. Uh, I get to work with all my favorite bands. Like, if I had ducked out, I would not be a part of that. Yeah. If I had ducked out when it got too hard, I would have a different career. But I got to be on the diving board when everyone jumped off. Mm-hmm. So. And was there a point in those meltdown shows? Maybe I asked this already, but uh, where you felt stressed out about it. I mean, putting out a poster week after week, life events happen. Yeah. How do you keep up with it? Some of them suck. <laughs> okay. And it was literally just being like, I'm not done until the show's done. Some of these will suck. Mm-hmm. But no one, no one uh, pays for it more than me. Because I still have to stand there holding them up in front of my face being like, buy this so I can keep the damn lights on. I mean, but week. realistically, they suck to you. But to the average person, do you, can you tell? Is there a way to, for you to tell if yeah, they suck? Yeah, at the end of the night, I have less money in my pocket. <laughs> okay, all right. There's a completely tangible... There's a week, there's there's some weeks, where I call it print in 20s, where I'd be like, I'm going to... These things look dope as fuck. I'm going to charge more and sell out. Oh, okay. And I would go in there and be like, I have 40 of these. I'm going to leave with... What's, <laughs> what's that math? I don't know. You need to Eight, give me another number. Bucks. Oh, okay. okay I'm, gonna, I'm gotcha. bringing in 40, <laughs> and I'd be like, I'm not even keeping one for myself. I'm selling everything it, I walk in with. I'm yeah. leaving with nothing but a tight pocket of cash. Yeah. And that would happen, I'd say, once every two months. And then, inversely, there'd be a, a thing where shit went left during the week. Yeah. And I didn't have time. Or the water got shut off at my shop, or I couldn't afford the right color ink, so I had to do something else, or my paper order got held up, or I dropped the posters, or you, you know, the yeah, that stuff yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm holding the posters and I hear something and I turn left and there's a shelf there and now they all have a huge cut out of it. Right, these right. things happen. These you are know, the five dollar posters. My computer charger doesn't work and I can't get the films to the guy in time to print the films or my screen pops or mm-hmm. you know i hurt my back and i can't pull prints because it, it's all analog it's all physical yeah it's basically like standing and rowing that's what printing is I've, I've hurt my back and i will call another printer and ask but if they can't do it i'm fucked that week there's no print that's crazy yeah are you worried about aging i've been sick for nine days <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, but you'll bounce it's back. It's like a wrecking ball that just keeps hitting me, like Homer hitting the edge of that mountain. So you're you're a singular entity. Yeah. Have you ever thought of like having to hire someone down the road or, or branching out where you could hire someone? Um, luckily, with some of the bigger band orders, uh, I've made connections with different print shops in different time zones. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's neat. So if there's a band that needs something done quickly in the Midwest, I've got a printer I can go to East Coast, West Coast. Yeah. You know, because a whole day saved on shipping, it's huge. Yeah. You know, ground versus two to three day versus overnight. You That's exponential increase in cost. You might not make your money back. Also, if a printer is overwhelmed, they can't help. So um, 
yeah, I've made some friends that, you know, benefit from our relationship as much as I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that helps. So I'm not completely relying on myself. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for doing the podcast. I thanks really for having me. It. Seriously, thanks for coming over.